Welcome to Uphill Conversations, and I am your host, Tim Pecoraro, and I am glad you can join me as you are living your life and heading toward your emerging future. Hopefully you are eliminating any downhill habits and canceling out all agreements with limiting beliefs. And yes, it is true. You can be more, do more, and have more. So this is episode one, and I want to give you a little bit of an intro about me, the show Uphill Conversations, and why I'm doing it and what you can expect. So about me, well, simply put, I am a leader, a communicator, and an artist. Some people call it a creative person. Now, I'm sure most of you have listened to a bunch of podcasts and you know, why another one? Why is there another podcast? I mean, um, I think it's a great way for people to be able to communicate and to share ideas, thoughts, uh, stories, all kinds of stuff. So I just think it's a really, um, um, a really good thing um, that's available for us. And it's basically being able to listen to what you want to when you want to listen to it. Um, so, but this show, you know, why another one? Um, you know, another voice. That's the way I like to look at it. I am another voice, another voice that you can add into your head, especially when it comes to you wanting to grow personally, wanting to develop, wanting to get to the next level or to some other place. Um, and the, so just, just, you know, you think about the cooking shows and all the things that are out there, you know, you got, you know, this guy does barbecue, this other guy does barbecue and this other guy does barbecue. And the thing is, they're all using ribs or they're all using, you know, uh, a roast or something, you know, chops or chicken or whatever it is that they're barbecuing. But the thing is, is the recipe is different. And that's the way um, I like to kind of view it. You know, I want to give you a little different taste, a little different thing. Sometimes it might even be a better quality of, of the, not only the ingredients, but also the meat that you're starting with. And um, so that's kind of how I look at it and, and why I would like to do this. Um, I have uh, really been spending a lot of time putting this together, thinking about it and you know, does it matter? You know, why am I doing this? You know, all of those things that you wrestle with. Um, but I guess you're going to learn more about that as, as I kind of go along. So uh, the first thing I want to do is just tell you about me. I'm a leader, a communicator, and an artist. You know, this guy, Tim Pecoraro, originally from Connecticut. Um, and I'm just, uh, you know, a transplant in the South now. I live in South Carolina. And um, and I, I just have always been a person who was in leadership and um, really spent a lot of time uh, being in positions of communicating and having to communicate well and effectively, uh, as well as being an artist or an artistic individual. And I love creativity. Um, but, you know, let me hit each one of those and maybe that'll be a little bit helpful um, for you. But leadership, it's important to me. Why? Because simply put, leadership is influence. And we see influence around us all the time. And and you're going to learn more about this in, in other episodes. So I'm not going to try to overdo it on each one of these areas of, of my life. But um, I'm going to at least share uh, the main things and uh, keep the main things the main things. And hopefully there'll be more to discover for you later. But leadership, it is plain and simple influence. I've learned that. Um, I learned it a long time ago and I've learned it over and over again every single day of my life. There's all kinds of influence. There's unconscious influence, which deals with you, your surroundings and how you interpret all of that stuff and how you carry it with you. Um, there's some great stuff, which hopefully I'll have some interviews with some great guys that talk about those types of things. Um, so, but leadership in and of itself is influence, plain and simple. 
Um, growing up, I had a lack of leadership in my life, uh, but I always believed it was out there. I knew it was somewhere. I just never had anyone to really embrace me. And you'll learn more about my story as we go along. You'll hear things about um, my life uh, through other episodes. But the importance of leadership once I was able to see it modeled for me, it really took off. Like it was like, this is the only thing. Leadership is so, so important. And not only leadership, but the right influence, knowing that leadership is influence in my life. I wanted the right influence. And then live accordingly. Live like that. Live as a leader. Live understanding that you have influence in you. It's a part of you. And what you do with it is actually up to you. It's not up to anyone else. Um, The communication side, me being a leader and a communicator, which obviously you'll find out I, you know, I'm always rightfully so been, I'm a talker (laughs) and um, I'm okay with that. Um, I've had to learn to leave room for other people, which that's part of growing and it's also part of being real, you know, with yourself. It's a, it's an important thing, you know, um, and I understand that. Uh, but I also understand with communication that everybody communicates, but few connect. And I understand sometimes over communicating and talking too much is because you're trying too hard. You're trying to prove something. Um, I mean, everybody has their reasons for doing it. And um, and once again, you'll uh, hear a lot of that in the future as I uh, release more episodes. But as a communicator, I believe it's important that we do connect. It's not just talking. Like even, I mean, it's so funny because, um, you know, growing up in, even when I was in school in the 80s, you know, I didn't have uh, texting and all this other stuff. I mean, we had real conversations. I mean, we may have written a note, but still we wrote notes. We we communicated that way. Nowadays, I, I just recently ran into something where I was texting with somebody and I replied back to them and, and I put just K, the letter K, you know, because I hate, I don't like texting. I mean, it's, it's necessary sometimes, but I just, I just, I don't do it. I don't hide behind emails as well. I use email, but I try to be as clear and concise as possible and just answer questions and make sure that I answer what was maybe asked of me, or if I need something to be very clear. So there's no guessing. So anyways, I was texting with someone and they, uh, they told me something that was going on and I just hit K So then I get a text back from them saying, well, are you upset? Something wrong? And I'm like, no, why? And they were like, well, you, you just put K and I, I just was like, K. Okay. Well, what's the problem? You know? And so they were like, well, you should say, okay. (laughs) And I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, like, well, K was quick. It was real easy. And I was able to say it. I was, it, I understood it. And to me, K was like a nice way of saying it, you know, and just like, Oh, you know, like K that's like, it's no problem. And I'm thinking in my mind, okay, means like maybe there's something else. So it's just amazing how our communication has gotten so lost. Words get mixed up. People use words. They, you know, I mean, we all have done it. I don't know about you. If you've ever misused a word or communicated incorrectly or whatever, um, it, it's hilarious. And, uh, but the thing, is is laugh at it and then learn from it and then move forward but get better be a better communicator um and and definitely don't try to have long conversations in text that's a little side note for you um and then you know also you know we understand with communication that people do talk differently um now i i do speak other languages and i have the ability to to do so and with that you have a lot more options a lot of choices like you know in english you say i love my dog i love my cat i love my wife i love my kids i love my car 
are. You know, in other languages, you can you can say it differently, and there are different terms that can be used to be more endearing towards something to show that there is a difference in a separation rather than it just be implied and taken for granted. So we know people speak differently, different communication patterns, but man, what good would it do if we would take more time to try to understand who we're communicating with and instead of trying to get them to understand us? So anyways, little side note, you'll hear a lot more about that in the future. And then an artist, everything for me comes from the dirt, everything. That's the way I was as a kid. If you have some dirt, I can make something. If you don't know what can be done with it, I want to try to figure something out. I want to figure out how to get this thing to connect to that thing. I want to figure out how to do it. How do you make, how can you do it in a creative way? How do you take the things that you have instead of the things that you wish you had? How do you take those and do something with it? How do you occupy your mind? How do you, how do you, um, you know, if you have two colors, what can you do with two colors? So you only have two colors in, in one piece of paper. I mean, how beautiful can you make something? What can you do with it? Can you shade it lighter? You know, can you create your your own um, uh, uh, just little way of getting people to look at a picture differently? Even if they know you only had two colors, but you made the attempt by, you know, lightening the way you addressed uh, the color to the paper and so forth. But, you know, anyways, creativity is huge for me. When I read books, it's like a pop-up book to me. Things become illustrated in my mind. I'm not saying I'm different than a lot of other people, but I just know that that's the way I am. Um, I love metaphors. I love illustrations. I love all of that stuff. I like when I see people making strong and great attempts to be creative, not only with the way they think and how they communicate, but the things that they do and being creative about solving problems, things like that. That's just so energizing for me. So that's me in a nutshell uh, as a leader, a communicator, and a an artist. Um, now about the show. So this show, Uphill Conversations, you know, man, there's so much that goes through my mind with it. Um, and and really quick, it, it comes along, you know, the show is all about coming alongside a listener. I want to come alongside the listeners and be a partner for their potential. So it, I may be interviewing a guest or uh, just being inspirational in a solo mode on a topic and just trying to uh, help people with looking at things maybe a little differently or encouraging them and inspiring them along. Um, uh, also, I may co-host with a friend. I have several friends that I've been working on some episodes with that you'll hear from in the future and, um, and they'll co-host with me and just we'll riff around on an idea. But my desire is always going to be the same. I want to see people perform at the highest level by asking brutally honest questions for maximum results, sharing real personal stories and experiences, and at times, a little bit of how-to. Now, I'm more of a coach than I am a mentor. I do have a coaching practice. Um, uh, and you'll, you'll learn more about me. I do have a marketing and advertising company. Um, I do consulting. But my main thing is coaching, and I enjoy coaching. And mentoring is more directives, and coaching is more questions. One, the coaching side gets a person to... Uh, um, answer the questions for themselves to mastermind their future. And it's being a good coach that listens and asks questions with no agenda, but to see that person find what it is that's inside them uh, to do and be and have what it is that they're pursuing in their life. The mentor, it's obviously that same sharing side and, you know, telling about your, ex, you know, it's your expertise, it's your experience and all those. And, and I do some mentoring, but my favorite is coaching. 
So that's what you may get somehow too, but a lot of times I'm going to just open up enough loose ends for you to have to spend some time to tie up. Um, and you know, with the show, everyone is on a journey and the best things in life are found uphill. Okay. If you want to go uphill, you cannot go uphill with downhill habits. Now this is completely, and I tell you my mentor, John Maxwell, and I'll tell you, you'll learn more about him, um, over, uh, many episodes, but he's my mentor since the nineties, early nineties. And his impact on my life was really big. But recently I was, um, uh, at a live event with him. And one of the things that he said was just talking about, you can't go uphill with downhill habits. And, you know, anything worth having is uphill. And if you want to go uphill, can't do it with downhill habits. And so uphill conversations is all about that. It's a conversation that you have with yourself or maybe someone else about where you want to go. Your current condition does not match your emerging future. And if your emerging future is up, that's where the value is. You cannot continue to do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. I mean, you've heard that stuff said over and over again, but the reality is we need, we don't need quick fixes. We don't need a bunch of six solutions to this and five of this. Those are all great. But what we really need is the tenaciousness. We need the dedication. We need the belief in ourselves. We need to understand our potential. We need the push and the drive. We need the people around us. We need to be adding value to other people's lives as we're on our journey. We only need to invite the things into our life that we know are going according to what we feel is that purpose within us. Now, I know that's a lot that I just said. But that is the whole key. Every day we're on a journey to discover more and more of that. And that's what Uphill Conversation is about. That ride along to be the person that hits the hill with you. Um, I don't know if you uh, ever watch any kind of cycling or anything like that. No, I'm not a cyclist. Um, you know, but as a kid, I remember we would borrow a bike um, without someone's permission <laughs> growing up as an inner city kid. We would borrow a bike. Now, we brought it back, um, you know, a week or so later, but we borrowed it. And um, in so anyways, I don't endorse uh, borrowing without permission or stealing, but that's what we did. That's all we knew. So we borrow a bike, we'd hit a hill. But man, what's interesting, when you hit that hill, you start thinking to yourself. And if you watch cycling, like these guys in Tour de France, you know, they give a guy a jersey for a reason. That guy gets this jersey for climbing that hill. Um, you know, I, like I said, I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but he deserves a jersey. If that guy can do the hill the way they do that hill, it's an amazing thing. Why? Because he's got to understand his pace. You know, he's got to understand what's inside of him. He's got to negotiate with his physical being, his mental self, his spiritual man. He's got to make sure that he's had the preparation in advance to hit that hill. So back to my kid story, I'm on a bike and I'm hitting a hill and you get, and there's no gears. Okay. So this is like maybe 19... 80 or even before then 78. And so you're hitting this hill and you're riding in hills of Connecticut and going up these hills and you're just like, Oh, Oh, you're just killing yourself trying to get up the hill. Then you start the little weave technique where you go side to side and you're trying to climb the hill and man, these hills just are relentless. They're just, man, they just, they're brutal. And you're trying to go like the little engine that could, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. And then you got a buddy going, come on, come on, come on. You know, all of those little dynamics, you know, or sometimes you may be alone and you wish there was someone saying you can do it, but then you find yourself getting off the bike and maybe pushing it up the hill. What's interesting is usually you get to the top of the hill, you ride it back down because it was fast and fun, but you're back where you started before. And if you want to get to the other side, you got to do it all over again. 
Well, that's kind of like our lives. You know, we need to have uphill conversations for our uphill climb. We need people that'll actually, you know, bring the challenge, be fun with it, but also know that there's a purpose for where we're going because everything worth having is uphill. So, you know, everyone's on that journey. And then here's the thing though, unfortunately for any number of reasons, you know, just like I was telling you the story about riding the bike, um, we find ourselves sometimes still at the bottom of the hill. And sometimes we're tempted just to turn back and go back down to the bottom of the hill because that's real easy. And then other times we're just plain stuck. Um, someone who I look up to recently said, or was, um, maybe a couple months back, I was listening to them or having a conversation. I can't remember which one it was, but they said, you know, usually when you're stuck, check check the brake because it's usually your foot that's on the brake. So um, I want to help you get unstuck if I can do that. Uh, and then there, you know, for those who are just starting out, even there's some people that are looking to start a business. Uh, they're looking to make it, they're in a transitionary point and they, you know, this is, this is time of transition. They've got to move into something else or do something differently. Um, and they're just starting out, but they're on that climb. It's still an emerging future. When you make that change or you're just starting out, you need a voice. You need someone to go along with you. So I want Uphill Conversations to be a perfect ride-along companion. Well, I am this entrepreneur. I have been self-employed since 1994. I started when resources were very, very scarce. And now there's this great tool called a podcast. You know, I've dabbled and looked for ways to be able to communicate. You know, I do a lot of speaking and I have other opportunities to do stuff and, but man, podcasting is just a great way to do it, to be able to share information, to give it away for free. It's content for other people. And that's what I'm hoping to be able to do in your life. If you would give me that privilege, um, I will do my very best, uh, to bring on uh, relevant guests, uh, relevant to the things that are going on to you or going on with you and in your life and the things that you're hoping to accomplish to inspire you, the aspirations that you have, to be able to meet those and um, uh, to share stuff that will uh, be the wind in your sail, so to speak. And um, that's what I hope to do. Now, it's not perfect right away. It's not polished, and I'm sure I'll get better. I do believe in the principle of getting good first, and so that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm going to get this thing out here. No more delays, which I have delayed here and there for other reasons. And um, But now it's the time, and this is what I'm going to do. So the way it's going to be is this uh, new episodes will come out on Mondays. Um, there'll be occasional midweek opportunities for you to find other content, uh, different things that I'll share. Um, I'm going to do a best and brightest series that's around folks uh, uh, that, that are 30 and under who have been selected as kind of champions in their world and the things that they're doing. But this is not about success. Um, there's plenty of, this is how you become successful. And I love learning from successful people, but what I love mostly from, or I love to learn mostly from successful people are, is what they've learned because to me, significance is more important and where I've been, the mistakes I've made, the great things I've done. The main thing is the significance part of it. And what I've found is that success will accompany you if you have significance but you can have success and not have significance. And I do believe that so many people are in such a pursuit of success that they can lose sight of the significance of life, where real value is and worth. The things that are inside of you, are they really done? Did you just make money or did you add value? Did you just make money or do you feel valuable? And I would 
prefer to speak to people who really want to make an impact, who want to make a difference. And so that is Uphill Conversations. Join me to be more, do more, have more, add value to other people's lives, to build a better world, to do incredible things, and to realize that the greatest limitation that we face is not presented to us by anyone else, but it's what happens in ourselves. So thank you for your time, and I look forward to you subscribing to the show, listening often. I want you to communicate with me. You'll find all of that on the website, uphillconversations.co. That's .co, not .com. Once again, that's uphillconversations.co. And you'll be able to find ways to send questions, share your insights, share it with your friends, please. And, um, and I'm grateful. I'm a very grateful person. So I'm looking forward to our time together. And I look forward to seeing you on the hill. You've been listening to Uphill Conversations. If you would like to hear more, subscribe to the show. Go to uphillconversations.co. Later on, Ski. Thank you.